if you'll sit down and, and, and binge watch 90 Day Fiance or Love on the Spectrum, don't, don't tell me that my video games are for children, you fucking idiot. You, you've got nothing in your brain of any use. It's like, it's, it's like you sitting down, it's like you sitting down and, and only eating, um, only eating celery and saying something about my bucket of chicken, my gourmet, my gourmet fried chicken. It's like, you, you, what you're taking in has no calories, no depth, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this might not be great for me, but it's goddamn good. It was made by a professional. Okay, the first thing we gotta do is Cornell West running for president. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. Um, <clears throat> wow, talk about oh jeez. Okay, running for president is one of those weird things that people do, even though they have no chance of winning. Running for president is a is one of those weird things that people do, and they know they have no absolutely no fucking chance of winning. You know, but you know, let me see what his motivations are, brother. Brother West, um, I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States. <laughs> wow! Oh my God! Okay, Doctor West, I love you. I respect you, brother. Um, but this is not a good idea. <laughs> um, be, you know, I think you make. I think um, I think Dr. West is making the same miscalculation that Donald Trump did. Um, no, 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 Donald Trump won because here, because here's the thing: being president is not a prize. You know, it's a curse. It's a big, giant, fucking heaping weight put on your shoulders, and you don't realize it until you get it. Like running for president is one thing. That's gonna that's gonna change your life fundamentally. And you are not a billionaire. So you you can't have twenty four seven security and all this other stuff. I mean, <clears throat> Donald Trump made that miscalculation. You know, I think a lot of people they think running for president is like one of those one of those things that like, oh, you win some, you lose some, and then you and then, No. Your life will never be the same after that. And you might lose. And you might lose for reasons that turn you into memes. You might lose in spectacular fashion. I wasn't alive when Barry Goldwater ran for president. But I know his name because people use him as an example when they're talking about that time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Ross Perot famously lost. uh, He was the first person I heard of that was a billionaire. Right? Mm -hmm. He lost a good chunk of his fortune running for president. Um. You know, so whatever. I mean, I don't. <clears throat> and even you people who didn't truth. lose money. I mean, what's the what's the thing that what's the thing that Howard Dean is most famous for? Yeah, he he lost from a scream. You know what a lot of people don't know is he 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 was actually the he was the he was the first candidate that was that used social media. Like he was the one that he's the reason why mm-hmm. Obama won. Yeah, because he lost, but then he became the chairman of the Dem- Democratic National Committee, and he was responsible for their whole election strategy and everything, and and they won the House, the Senate, and the White House, you know, and then they fired him. Uh, okay, 
uh, <laughs> I've decided to run for truth. <laughs> so that's the other part of it. Uh, even if you win, Look, man, ain't no truth in justice being president of the United States. First of all, right off the bat, you got to keep like half of the shit you know secret. Ain't no truth. And they'll kill you if you don't. Because I, I, I honestly believe like the moment you become president, you go and swear in and in that little Bible, that it pricks your finger. When you when you go to swear on the Bible, when you touch it, it pricks your finger. <laughs> it, and it puts some kind of DNA specific virus or something. You know, it's like they're like, hey, bro, you know, you know, you know that little pill shaped bomb we put in your spine? We'll blow that shit up and say you got shot. You know what I'm saying? That's probably what happened to Kennedy. They put a little mm-hmm. bomb, they put a little, put a little bomb in your in your spine. And, and hold on, hey man, you can't be telling these bow. He's probably on his way to tell some secrets. Anyway, truth justice. Ah. How the fuck you gonna get that? First of all, being president doesn't give you either one of these powers. I don't know what what, what this is about. Uh, um, he's getting up there in age. I got. I, I have to because I'm reading this. I have to see him give the speech. You know, because he um, he enunciates and he uses a lot of big words and he's very respectful, brother. Um, and and I think a lot of times when people that are intellectuals when they start fucking losing it it's hard to tell because they still sound kind of intelligent you know what I mean like like when <clears throat> when you're one of those people that's like where well, you can come off like intimidatingly intelligent I think a lot of people uh, they doubt they doubt themselves when they start to doubt you you know what I'm saying so he might have lost his fucking mind is what I'm trying to say <clears throat> and we and we and we might be the last right. ones to know it because he's still so fucking smart that even him a little dumbed down it's still smarter than the average person. So you're like, oh, okay, Dr. Russ, all right. You run for president? All right. For truth and justice. <laughs> you run for president of the United States of America to further truth and justice. You know what I'm how crazy that sounds? <sighs> what do you think, Rob? Did I miss it? Did I miss a detail? Because I barely got it past the headline there. Um, um. He really hasn't staked out a claim. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think he believes he's going to win. First of all, he's too smart for that. I think that this is. You know how there's like a protest vote. I think this is like a protest campaign against a one-party system. And I agree with him on, you know, what a lot of the problems are. I agree with him almost 100 percent on that kind of stuff. I don't think him running for president is going to address or affect any of those things so you know i think um i think ultimately if this has any effect it would be um if this has any effect it would be to to peel off voters from the nominally left democratic party and maybe he doesn't care about that maybe he maybe he's an accelerationist maybe he wants that to happen i don't know no, no. I mean, look, Rob, you know what? All that shit sound beautiful. But this is, but have any effect is, <clears throat> I mean, look, this will have some effect. Like the way throwing a, a rock at a tank has a, a bit of an effect. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like, oh, well, at least we did, sense. at least we did something. Right. But this is not going to have any impact whatsoever. <clears throat> um, 
I mean, generally, I'm against third party runs for president. I think that third party runs tend to be solipsistic and self-centered, and it's generally just a way for somebody to launch a public media career or something like that, where they get to then go on CNN and Fox News and be a talking head. Because if you really want to affect political change from outside of the two-party system, but you want you to do kill it some politics, <laughs> there's, that's one way. Mm-hmm. Or you can blow up a pipeline. That's been uh, the major not that way. I, not that I think you should do that. I know. I do not think you should do any of these things. But those are the things I'm just observing. Those are the things that have changed things before. Mm-hmm. Well, Ross Perot, yeah. I mean, he... he, he uh, Ross Perot's dead. Right, right, right. But I'm saying at the time, though, uh, it, was it Ross Perot, the billionaire, that with Bush and Clinton when they ran, and he's the reason Clinton won? Well... Yes and no. Uh, I mean, they try to they try to say that, man. But but listen, candidates have won that had a third party candidate on their on their side. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> He's not the reason Clinton won. Clinton won by a lot. That's like you saying um, Bernie Sanders is the reason Trump won. You know what I mean? The on, the only election you could really call well, Bernie Sanders like, didn't run third party though. Right, but still he siphoned votes. I mean, it, you know the. No, that, that, you know, that's the claim people make. But there was never a third party that was, like, on the debates like he was Ooh. after that. Ross Perot? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that's a fact. That's a fact. But, I mean, but you like it's like <clears throat> once the country believes a lot because, you know, <clears throat> every politician needs there to be some reason other than they lost, you know. The only the only election that's really disputable like that is the uh, the Clinton-Gore joint. That's the only one that that's, that's disputable, and <clears throat> that one would have probably that one would have probably tore the country apart. But Al Gore finally just conceded. You know what I mean? Because because right. it's like it's not it's not even worth. I mean, <clears throat> it would be like it would be like if Trump this time was like, "Hey man, you know what? I lost the last one. Don't even trip." But Al Gore was just like, "It's not." It, <laughs> Al Gore was like, "What it'll do to the country if we fight this?" You know what I'm saying? They got us. They cheated better. Because they all cheat. Which I think is a bitch move. Really? I think Gore should have gone to the mat. I think he should have I think he should have just pulled out all the stops. Uh no, well that's true, but not not not, not after the fact. I think he should have been cheating too. He should have he should have cheated cheated better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh no, I yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that once all yeah, what I would say is that it's your responsibility to exhaust every legal option that's available to you once they're exhausted and once you've like lost it's like yeah fine then you then you concede and then you move on right i i i don't i think once the election is completely over then whatever happens happens but uh i do think it was a bitch move that he conceded before um before all of his options were were exhausted, yeah, but I think I think he knew I think he knew what, how that would go. Going to you know the Supreme Court, you know it, eventually it was going to go back to the court who you already knew how that was going to go. You know what I mean? Sure. It just dragged it out even further. For the plus, here's here's the other thing: after every election, and I didn't see that that was my first election that I voted. <clears throat> okay. The uh, the uh, 
the Gore uh, Bush. Bush joint. And um, no, wait a minute, no, no, maybe maybe it was the John Kerry Bush. No, 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 it was both. It was so no, Gore Bush was the first one I voted. Now, I didn't notice at the time because that was the first time I gave a fuck. But every election since then, and every election before that, the losing side always has, says the same stuff. It was like, do we find in ballot boxes in the woods? <laughs> you know, we got. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's voter fraud over there, and you know, it's like, I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, I think it's your job to work the refs, though. I mean, it's like in it's like in sports when you know you you challenge a play when they're you know even though you're like, look, ten percent chance we're gonna it's gonna come back in our direction, but like this is the option that we got. We got to challenge but, this. But this right? is a ten percent chance. What, what happens when it's not that high? You know, well, wasn't it up to know. Florida and Jeb Bush was the governor, his brother? Yeah, all of those things. Jeb Bush was the governor. Um, there was, the, the, you know, there were miscounted votes and they were hanging chads. There was a whole thing, man. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, you took the L. You, it, you know, it was very clear there was no way that that was going to get overturned. They set it up. They already they set it up so beautifully I mean, I don't know who was in charge of the of the Bush shit, but they already had, you know, they already had all the judges and everything lined was, up was, for the challenge. Like, you, it's no way you was going. Like, it, it was Amy. It was just, is Amy Coney? Brian, it was so, Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh. That's what I'm screaming at you. They they, they already yeah. they knew they knew that if it came close, they knew they just they needed to get a couple counties, but they already had it set up. They was like they know they knew what was they knew if it, if it was challenged. Who where it was gonna go, and they already had that set up. And Al Gore looked at this political situation and was like, "I'm," and I'm sure he knew he had he was privy to information that we don't have. But when he saw the path to 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 winning, he knew it was impossible. He would have had to he would have had to he would have had to get through like five judges that was appointed by Bush's father, you know, or something like that. You know, he was like, and so he knew it was right, like right, right. it would have been a good political look if he if he if he if he'd planned on continuing his political career, but but John Kerry ran the next election, so he was you know he knew it would it would have just done what's happening right now. It would have done what Trump did, where it was like you would have still lost, but you would made the country even more divided for no reason. You know, at least that's what he says. That's what he said. That he 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 conceded because he he saw the fight as simply divisive. There was no way he was going to win that fight. You know, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to Al Gore, to be honest. Because after that, he got to make movies and hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he so got like, to tell tell a little truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even I South think, Park apologized think, to him. Did they? Really? I didn't even know about that. Yeah, because remember they're doing like he'd run around, and be like Pig Man Bear. Oh no! And it was yeah, all man, about the global warming. Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig, yeah. And then later on, they came back and they're like, oh, shoot, Man Bear Pig is real. And they apologized to Al Gore. <laughs> oh, Rob, we didn't start Dude. with the elephant in the room. You had a baby, my nigga. Congratulations. Yes. Rob's having a baby. Thank oh, he you. had a baby. Thank you. Baby, a baby was born it's, early. It's, as of this recording, uh, she is five days old. Yeah, yeah. It's we wild. missed on the report. Man, do you know somebody commented, somebody sent me a thing, like a, a few people actually. A, they thought the episode didn't come out because I was playing Diablo. <laughs> come on, y'all. No, 
I played the fuck out some Diablo though. I played the fuck out some Diablo. I'm telling you. I took yeah, what, like two, what uh what level are you at now, Brian? Uh, fifty seven. Wow. Okay, dude, well you you sleep in because somebody's uh, already hit a hundred level one hundred on hardcore mode. It's the T V. People are fast that. out here. Oh. Yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah, hardcore mode is kind of crazy. <laughs> um, hardcore mode is for crazy ass people. Um I had a friend <clears throat> that uh the homie Eric did I guess he didn't know nothing about Diablo. He didn't know what a hardcore mode was. <laughs> he texted me like, Yo, Diablo 4 was bullshit. You only get one life. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, man, that was the best. Uh yeah. Yeah, hardcore mode is for people that like their nipples clamped. Okay? Why on earth would you do that? Why on earth would you invest that kind of time and energy into something that can end with one slip up? Oh, Lord. <clears throat> yeah, reaching hard, reaching level 100 on hardcore is crazy because, listen, I've been playing an unreasonable amount of Diablo 4. You know, because I, I, I set two days aside just so I could lock in. On Diablo. Um, and I played like I was a teenager. Like, I, I it was too much, too much. You know, I, I had to take a break. But uh, it's mind blowing to me that someone's level 100. Because when you think about how long that would take, like, this person must have been, this person must have been locked in a room on some no dozing coffee. I mean, they must have been playing. They they must have played like seventy two out of the the forty eight of the of the uh, the hundred and how many how many hours is forty of the ninety six hours that the game's been out they must have been they must have played seventy of those hours like that's how much t- that's how long it would take to re- to reach that I mean, level I mean it's 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 not only that it's that they didn't slip up because they would have had to start over if they had died once. So it's it's not even like people who speed run, you know, Skyrim, which has been out for a decade at this point. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's and, no there's um, no there's no FAQ. There's no there's no game guide for Diablo four out right now. I I mean <clears throat> and not only that, but like but but look the the map is gigantic. Just traversing right. the map takes forever. Or just min-maxing your builds takes forever. That's one thing I think they need to work on. They need to add some storage to the backpack or something. Because I feel like every time you do anything, you got to go back to town and sell shit and break shit down. Like, in, in, in an unreasonable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if you do one activity, you got to go back to town. You should be able to do two or three things before you have to stop the fun part and go do the fucking paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Right. <clears throat> also, motherfuckers... So it was a, it was it, there was a weird glitch that didn't turn me off, but very very Blizzard Activision. <clears throat> if if you buy anything in the in game shop, which costs platinum or whatever, like that you buy, you know, it's like every other game, you buy coins with real money and you buy shit in the shop. Buy anything in the game shop. There's a fucking soothsayer bitch. There's a fortune teller bitch. It's like ah, 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 right, and she does a big she does a, this long animation that you can't skip. When you open the shop, and after you buy something, she does another long animation to reveal it to you, right? 
And if mm. you don't wait till the end of that animation, you won't get your shit. And it, the money's gone. And the thing ain't in the shop no more for you to buy. That's what happened to me. I bought three things before I realized, like, wait a minute. That sh- none of this shit is in here. <clears throat> and then, and then uh, obviously, there's no response from their customer service. You could po- I posted right. shit in the forums, but it's like, <sighs> whatever. They just took my money. You know what I mean? And 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 I, this is I'm, a known glitch now that they I, that they fixed I, or that they patched or I don't know if it's known. I you know I don't know if I'm the only one that that, that dealt with it, but yeah, you got to wait till this bitch finishes waving her arms for no fucking reason. Like you, the purchase should the purchase should go through immediately, but you got to wait for this long. Look, guys, <clears throat> this is one of the best games of all time, but can we please stop it with the unskippable cutscenes and the unskippable conversations? Like, I should be able to never, ever, ever hear anybody talk. and Which, which is wild yeah. because, because you can skip all the main story and all this, but, but peppered throughout the games are conversations that you just have to sit there and listen to. Every single major cutscene you can just skip. 99% of the conversations in the game you can just skip. But it's, for whatever reason, there's still some stupid fuck at the development team that's like... You know, I think they should have to sit through this one. <laughs> Look at my brilliant work that I did. They, they, nobody should be able to skip this. It's like little stuff like that I'm complaining about. I'm, I did, I had a lot of fun, but it's but but you know, it, again, it's very Activision Blizzard that there's some mechanism that can take your money. Like like there's never a problem on the take your money side. You know what I'm saying? Is the problem is always on you on the get on the get the product side. The, the the mechanism to take your money, that shit always worked flawless. I've never had a problem making a purchase. You know what I mean? My problem is always receiving the purchase or what I got when I purchased it. But to, but the, to open the game and the, and the first bug I encounter is that I don't get the shit I bought, it's kind of crazy. You know? And I can't be the first one that had the problem, but I can't find it anywhere else. But yeah, you can't skip them animations, man. You can't skip them animations. Just so y'all know. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, a couple of technical server things, but you know, not any anywhere near what you would normally see on a typical launch day. Even though I guess today is officially launch day, so maybe they're gonna have a lot of problems today. But it was a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, there's gonna almost. be some stress test issues with uh, the servers and shit like that once everybody gets online. Yeah, 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 I get it. I mean, you would think that if, if if their claims of being the most pre-ordered game of all time are true, that they would be ready. But we also know that this is Activision we're talking about. Man. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess I would, I, I guess I would, I would only be happy if, like, Apple bought it. Microsoft was going to buy it maybe and maybe improve the customer-facing stuff. But they're going to fuck it up, too. My understanding but also, is that like, a lot of... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I, I know a bunch of people who work at Blizzard, and um, Blizzard has gotten better in the last couple of years in a lot of ways. It's so all the. Yeah, but, dude, shit but that's the same thing racists say Activision. about America. True. Well, it's better. It is better. It is. Technically. I mean, it's good. Right. It's better the same way throwing a rock at a tank. It's like, no, that's not true. It's significantly better. Yeah, and, and, and maybe that's true. But guess what? It's the same CEO. See, this is what I've yeah, learned yeah. about these major situations. It's like, you can have all the best people in the world, 
But if it got to be filtered through a fucking psychopath, you're going to still get results that that are like psychopathic in nature. Yeah. You know? The good person has to be the person at the top for that to mean anything to me. You know? You go I don't deal think with good your people can get to the top. Exact, precisely. That's why we're doomed, Rob. Good people don't <laughs> get to the top. We talked about this. The, the, the sort of people that get to the top are the sort of people that want power. Yeah. You know? And, and, and it's not very hard for you to become one of those people. You can start out as a good person. And you go, man, you know what? Someone should do something about this. You know what? No one will do something about this. If anybody should do it, I'll do it. You know what? I should do everything. Everything should go through me. I have the best ideas. You know? And I know this because that's what mm-hmm. comedy is. That's what stand-up is. It's full of a bunch of people that, can, that have learned how to turn, turn their narcissism on and off. You know? Mm. I think that's what professional artists are. You know, it's it's somebody that you have to you have to maintain your humility and all this and everything. And every now and then you gotta be able to flip a switch that goes, I have the best ideas in this situation right now, and everyone should hear them or see them. You know what I'm saying? You gotta think like that. You gotta really think you can you're the best for you to you know, it's it's, it's like athletes. You know, you really gotta think you you really have to think that you can win a boxing match. If if you wanna be the world champion, that means you think you can beat anybody. And people and people think it's crazy think to that hear. you need do you think that you need some level of delusion to to be because how do you how do you map out the the line between having to be delusional to become a great comedian a great artist a great athlete but at some point one of those people goes from being delusional to actually being the best and they're no longer delusional um I, I I think it, it tempers back and forth. It go like it, to me. It's it's like a pendulum. Okay. You know, it's like sometimes you. This is just me speaking personally. Sometimes it's swinging one way, and I'm because because the belief is necessary to to keep moving, but it's tempered by this um, this fear of becoming a fucking diabolical tyrant, right? So you have to push real hard one way to get things done, but you got to push back the other way to not lose yourself, I think. But that has nothing to do with how great of a comedian you are. That's just about being successful, which is, those things are not mutually exclusive, you know? I mean, those things are, 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 are mutually exclusive. Sure, sure, sure. Those, like, those, are, those are two distinct things. Being a, great, it's being a great artist and being a successful artist are two different those things. are two different those are two different things and you can and you can be both you know i'm not saying you can't be both i'm just saying one really has ha, doesn't have that much to do with the other you um cuz cuz right. and and, here's, and this is the truth every person i know that's quote unquote made it whether that's cuz cuz i know a bunch of comics i know a bunch of comics rappers and actors that are are all the mixtures of the two they're either talented and made it, talented and didn't make it, um, or un, or not that talented and made it, or not that talented and didn't make it, and they all, you know, and it's just a whole, it's this whole mixture of the two, and it's like, and there's people where it's like, <clears throat> they have no talent and they are com- they have complete belief in themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and and so then they have to rationalize their lack of 
because because here's the other thing: the, the the people that didn't make it, that are talented, usually have the respect of their peers. You know that that that's how yeah. you can usually tell the difference is the people you know. And the people that made it that aren't that talented, they usually don't. So that's usually when people say, "Oh, he's an artist, artist, or he's a comics comic, or he's a that means he's writer's writer." Means he's broke. (laughs) Um, yeah, name, you know, name, you know. I guess that's not true, but it it kind of is. Um. Well, I think it's notable when the person who is the most successful in a particular medium uh, or occupation is is recognized as the best um, by their peers. You know what I mean? I think that yeah, but, the, that but even that, even that, you're, you're pulling from a pool of like the best in the game. Sure, you know, as opposed but, to what? As opposed to the. The best person, the best person in the world, you know. Now maybe comedy is yeah. different. Maybe comedy is different because it, you know, the, the analogy kind of falls apart because because comedy is its own unique thing in the sense that you can't you can't practice like you you don't practice in them like you practice live. You have to like you. There is no there is no amount there is no stand up that counts. If you're not doing it in a crowd, in front of a crowd, right? So, right. Um, so that's that's where it separates from all the other shit. So what I'm saying is, because of that, you you know, there's usually pretty accurate consensus about who's good and who isn't. You because you you can't really you can't really market somebody in the stand up like you can with a song. You know, you can put a shitty song out and you can just make sure it's played a, a million times and then it'll it'll become something you know what i mean it'll become a thing. or like, i mean you can you can you can be the world's best painter or sculptor and just keep your works of art in your studio and nobody yeah. really ever sees them right or you, you, or you, you can or still make world. an argument that that person is still even if even if right. nobody ever sees your art you're the you're the greatest painter but when you're talking about a performing art like acting or comedy or Maybe even certain types of music or whatever, certain types of performance, um, an audience is a necessary aspect of that art form, right? No, but I don't. But I don't lump. It, I don't lump in all performing arts because none of. Well, I'm them not are... saying. I'm not saying it's. This is explicitly um, about all performing arts, but I'm saying they, the the types of art that we're talk that I'm talking about there tend to be performing arts where right. audience is right. necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, 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 uh, I, I digress. My point is it's possible to be fame to be. It's possible to, it's possible either way to let your ego like to lose that battle. You know, some people keep mm-hmm. a balance and some people lose that battle and some people have, they gave up a long time ago. Their ego is just massive and out of control. Right. You know? And, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what those people do. I think my cure is, uh, is depression. Occasional, severe, and crippling depression. That I, I constantly fight it, so it keeps me humble. I, I'm, I honestly believe if, if I, if I, if I ever 
if there was ever a cure, mushrooms. If if mushrooms mm-hmm. are ever legal, um, I might be. A, it might turn me into a monster. Who knows? Welcome back to one of our favorite sponsors, Diet Smoke, known for their premium THC gummies. Diet Smoke is derived from 100% American-grown hemp. With Diet Smoke's vast selection, there's a perfect gummy waiting just for you. Oh, man, they sent me a treasure trove uh, of Diet Smoke, and I liked every single flavor. I can't even pick a favorite. Um, There's something in there for for everybody. I shared it with the homies. They all liked it. I can't believe that you can get something like this in the mail. Every product package has its third-party lab test accessible via QR code, so you know you're only getting the best. If you're not completely satisfied with your experience, Diet Smoke's money-back guarantee will make it right. Go to DietSmoke.com and use code BS for 15% of your first purchase. On the fence about what to try first, Diet Smoke will let you try their gummies for free. Yes, you heard me right. Free. Just over to DietSmoke.com slash free and use code free for at the checkout. Just pay $1 for shipping and you're good to go. Remember, you must be 21 or older to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Give Diet Smoke a shot and embark on a delicious journey with their premium THC gummies today. Well, Brian, that takes us to one of the articles that I wanted to bring up. Uh, Do you see this article? Manipulating light can induce psychedelic experiences, and scientists aren't quite sure why. You know what? Um, that's the very top one, isn't it? Okay, that's the, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this. Um, let me see here. From psych, some from Psypost. Um, <clears throat> for millennia, people have used mind-altering techniques to achieve different states of consciousness, envision spiritual figures, connect with nature, or simply for the fun of it. Psychedelic, psychedelic substances in particular have a long and controversial history, but for just as long, people have been having these experiences without drugs, too, using rhythmic techniques such as rocking, chanting, or drumming. Facts. Perhaps the most powerful technique of this kind is flickering light, called Gans Flicker. Who the fuck said No one calls it that. Gans Flicker effects can be achieved it's by German. turning. Oh, it's German? Gans Flicker. Yeah, Gans Flicker. Um, effects can be achieved by turning a light on and off or by alternating colors in a rapid rhythmic pattern like a strobe. This can create an instant psychedelic experience. Guns flicker elicits striking visual phenomena. People can see geometric shapes in illusory colors, but some, sometimes and also complex objects such as animals and faces, all without any chemical stimulants. Sometimes guns flicker can even lead to altered states of consciousness, such as losing a sense of time or space and emotions, ranging from fear to euphoria. Although its effects are little known, today Gans Flicker has influenced and inspired many people through the ages, including the two of us. We are an art historian and brain scientist working together on an interactive showcase of Gans Flicker techniques. Wait a minute, what's a brain scientist? Don't, don't they got a name for that? I ain't never heard nobody call that. Isn't that a neurologist? A neuroscientist. Or a, a neuroscientist. Okay, okay. Neuroscientist, yeah. Maybe he's talking to the, um, okay. Uh, our collaboration has culminated in the museum exhibition, Gone Flicker. Uh, okay, this sounds like an ad for their ad expedition. Well, yeah, uh, the, the, the thing that's interesting to me is if you go further down to the bottom, they talk about, so they still don't really know why this happens. But one of the most prominent hypotheses I bet your casinos for do. why it works. Yeah, yeah. One of the most prominent hypotheses, though, is that 
there is something about the rhythmic flickering that sort of moves in unison with the um, electrical impulses of the brain and that you can you can enhance the effects of it by altering the rhythm of the flickering lights or strobing to the brain itself. Um, so there are lots of experiments being conducted right now to figure out how do you how do you make this effect more reliable and more um, uh, more robust, like a stronger a stronger effect? Because I think what's interesting about this is with drugs. Look, I've done psychedelics before, and they're awesome, and they're fucking great. But if you have a bad trip, you're sort of on that roller coaster until it comes back to the station. Um, whereas with something like uh, you know, a sensory deprivation tank or something like that. If you have a bad trip, you just sit up and you're done. With the Gons Flicker thing, if you can trigger psychedelic experiences, but then if you have a bad time, you just turn off the machine. That sounds amazing to me. Sounds like MK Ultra. Plus, you don't have the issues with dosage. It right? sounds you like, like cheating. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, take these chances. Speaking of which, I think they're going. Someone's going to use this on those. Uh, <clears throat> have you saw? Did you see yesterday the new Apple? Um, the head, the the daggone augmented reality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I told you, I told you that shit was going to take off till Apple started doing it. And they're going, they're going, they were going to do it, and they was going to do it better than everybody else, and they was going to do their own little Apple thing. And now that shit looks cooler than motherfucker. That shit might give me the switch. Now that headset going to be about forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> thirty five. Please believe. 35. Well, actually, yeah. you know what? You're right because it's th- it starts at 35, but that's going to be the shit base model. Who's, who's, who said 35? Apple didn't. Yeah, they did. Apple they didn't say 35. Start, start at three thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars. That's going to be the base model, though, for the one that launches next year. And then there's probably going to be for you to actually get. It's like it's like when they say you can get a uh you know um a Mac tower for for under three thousand. It's like yeah. you can. <clears throat> Now what? Now what but, they didn't say was what was that cable coming off the back of everybody's head? What is that connected to? They never mentioned that. It's just a cable coming from everybody's head. They're not like is that plugged into the, to a computer? Is that plugged uh, into? No, it goes into a battery pack. It goes into a battery pack that you can keep in your pocket. Hmm. And you can swap them out. That's oh. uh, that's what I that's what I I read. I don't know how accurate that is, but. Okay. That's my understanding. All right, all right. Well, they look, look. They look like if they doing it, they doing it better than everybody. It's gonna have an M2 chip. They said have an M2 chip, which which means, hey man, <clears throat> which means, look, if you want to go all like man, for me to switch over, if I want to go all Apple everything, if I wanted to go iPhone, <laughs> iPhone, iPad, AirPods Max, desktop, um, augmented reality uh, headset, uh, Apple Watch. Um, am I missing something? You said iPad. Yeah, iPad, iPhone. That, I, I think that's about everything. Apple Watch, AirPods Max, um, AR headset, and my desktop. That and, and I wanted to get the, the best of everything. I would have to Apple spend display. about, huh? I had to spend like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I can do that. Might, might just start simple with the phone. Ugh, but we're going to see. I'm going to see what the first live reviews of the headset are. 
Because here's the other thing. Apple's never put out a first-generation product that I can think of. Well, we should talk about what it is. Besides the iPhone. Um, I mean, Because I think a lot of of people that were talking about it, they're still talking about it as if it's a VR headset, and it is not a VR headset. No, it's not VR. It's augmented reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's AR. Um, um, I suppose, I mean, listen, it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be some VR shit happening. But what it what it sure. does is it puts, it, it, it you know this is really the future. It can switch honestly. between them. It can actually dial between AR and full VR. But the killer function of it is the AR functionality because right. nobody else can do that. Yeah, with all the cameras and sensors and you know all the other shit, it can basically put computer shit on top of what you're seeing in reality. You know, I can I can have a I can have a fucking effectively a 45 inch 4k tv floating right here in front of my face and you're sitting on a beach and, in, right from, and, yeah. right and i'm sitting i'm on a plane i'm on a beach you know I'm, I'm wherever um that could happen but you could just be in you could just be in the room you're in or you could be you know no but i'm saying in the room you're in if you fully dial it to vr you can put yourself on the moon or in the beach watching the big screen yeah yeah that's pretty cool while you're doing spreadsheets and shit um and I remember when Google Glass tried to do it, everybody was like, well, "Yeah, but you're walking around with a fucking computer on your face," and and now and now Apple's doing it. People are gonna be like, uh, "This is pretty cool," because you know. So, you know, <laughs> it, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Google Glass was nowhere near what the fuck this is, but just being to me, Google completely gave up on it. And that's what I'm getting sick of. Well, I'm getting you look sick. Like a fucking dork with the Google Glass on, dude. You look like a fucking dork. Whereas these oh, look like some no, sci-fi no, no, you, no, you, <laughs> shit. No, you still look like a dork with this song. Come on. Come on. No. It, 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 well, like you still look like a dork, but these look cool. The this the the Apple Vision looks they cool. they look I'll say they look you know? they look sleek. They look sleeker than the Oculuses. Yeah. They look sleeker than all of that other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. They look sleek, but they don't look cool. They look they look just as ridiculous. They look like ready player. Google one. Glass Listen. looks like a <laughs> shitty version of fucking Vegeta's power level scanner from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but it look it's just like it's just like it's just like people listen, people you know, the the AirPod Max look like look crazy to me. Th- those don't look cool at all. But they are stat see th- that's the thing. They're st- from Apple they're a status symbol. From anyone else they they just are what they are. You know what I mean? The Apple stuff doesn't have to look some of the, a lot of the stuff Apple does is ridiculous. But but Americans Americans have adopted this view that Apple means like to them Apple is Mercedes. Apple is like blue check mark. It's like they can do no wrong and even no matter even even if I buy something that I look fucking like a fucking idiot, it's everyone still knows it's Apple so they know I got money. They know I spent money. That that's what America that's what that is. Huh? It's yeah, but no, I, it's like Dolce and Gabbana or yeah. or whatever. It's like some of the uh, there's a lot so, of people yeah. around here that wear that shit. It looks. Imagine stupid. you listen. You telling me if you walk in with this headset on and your AirPod Max on and your Square Watch on, you don't look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> but you also look like you have ten thousand dollars. So sure, that yeah. that surpasses all that. And your shit working. Like you, that's the other thing. That's the other side of it. I'll make fun of. I'll make fun of it. But but it's like your shit working like it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Now it's only going to work yeah, for two dude. years before the uh, update breaks it, so you got to buy a new one. Right. But right. but your shit working flawlessly connected is when when you get the Apple. That's what I like about Apple. When you get the Apple shit, the experience for the user is exactly what you imagine. 
And I'm and I know yeah. they have hiccups and updates, and sometimes your phone frees sure. up or resets. But but for the most part, it's like when they tell you, "Hey, bro, you know, when you open your laptop, when you get your brand new laptop in the mail, open that shit up." It's like, "Hi, Rob." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything's already connected, and it, you know, it's like I like that. I do. I want I want that experience over here on this side, on the Samsung side, and we're slowly getting there. I mean, it's pretty much a lot of parity there, but it's just not as consistent and fluid um, as as the Apple experience, <clears throat> you know. But you still look like a fucking jackass. Yeah, that's true. One thing I will say about Apple that does bother me because I I mean I am in. 99% in the Apple ecosystem. I have a I have a MacBook Pro, I have an Apple iPhone, I have AirPods. I had dogs have the AirTags on their collars in case they like get out of the house or whatever. So, I have and I have an iPad that I draw on, all that kind of stuff. The one thing that is frustrating about it is that it works 90 something percent of the time when it doesn't work it will drive you fucking insane because there is nothing you can do to fix it yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like your only choices, your only choices are reflash the hardware and try to download the update. And if that doesn't work, go to the Apple store and get new ones. Those are your options. As yeah. opposed to other tech, if you know what you're doing, you can you can troubleshoot, you can fix things, you can download patches or whatever you can you can figure it out but like you know the other this happened maybe a couple months ago it's just my my airpods just stopped working and i did i did all the things where you know you open them up and you hold them next to your iphone you do this and that and plug them into your computer and and never figured out why they didn't work to now to be fair all i had to do was i just went down to the galleria brought them in and they gave me new ones and I was good to go, but you know, I I still don't know why they stopped. Why the, all of a sudden they stopped working? And you know, mm-hmm. could have, they could have just stopped working in the airport or whatever, and I would have been fucking livid. And Apple, um, Apple has been one of the biggest opponents of right to repair stuff. Yes, they don't want and interoperability. you to be able to fix it. They don't want you to be able to fix it. They don't want you opening up nothing. Like Tesla, I guess. Um, and right to repair seems like a no-brainer to me, but they don't want you to be able Absolutely. to open anything, cheat anything, whatever. And cheating is part of the fabric of America. <laughs> it, because because this is what I hate. I hate it when they tamp down on what the what the average person is allowed to do because of what a very 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 tiny subsection of America might do. You know, facts. It's like they try to control what everyone does based on what a small portion of people might do. You know, it 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 hardly ever happens. You know, the 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 the, the <clears throat> very few very very few Americans are ever in a situation where they are surprisingly in danger. Mm-hmm. But we live like we like we're all constantly in danger from all directions. And I'm not I'm not saying people don't live in danger. I'm saying Usually, if you walk into a bad neighborhood, you know it. You know, usually, if you live in a bad neighborhood, you know it. You know, mm-hmm. and and very rarely are you like surprised by. You know, but we but we live like, <laughs> we live we live our lives like everyone around every corner is a criminal. Every 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 fearful person I talk to always is always talking about what could happen. 
They never want to talk about the probability of it or the likelihood of it. What's what's crazy as well is like if you talk to Americans about that kind of stuff, they think like they are so American pilled that they just think that's how it has to be. And then when they go somewhere else, they're like, hey, did you know that when you fly in Australia, you don't have to take off your shoes? You know, and it's like, yeah, you don't have to take off your shoes anywhere. Like, What are you talking about? It's only in America you got to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but Australia, I'll never forgive Australia for banning Grand Theft Auto. <clears throat> you know? Oh, yeah, I didn't remember when that happened, yeah. They bring it. It's like that. It's like who who the fuck did that? Why don't they? Why don't they talk about it more? That, that was like crazy, cr- crazy censorship. That, actually, that's a perfect example of it. They were afraid that some kid might be influenced. It's like I, I hate that shit. Nothing has shown that. Nothing has shown that a video game has ever caused anybody to fucking, <laughs> you know. Beat the fuck out of a hooker and uh, and drive around the city for no reason, doing completing missions. Because why is it always the it's always the worst thing in the game? They're scared that some kid's gonna do. You know, it's never. Oh wait a minute. I mean, before Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto, there was no Uber Eats and, and Lyft, and maybe it has influenced the whole generation <laughs> to drive around the city completing missions. Man, yeah, we got to ban a lot of shit then. That's a bit, Brian. That's a bit. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm uh, on to your tricks. Okay, I'm on to your yeah, tricks. I guess, I guess that's a bit now. Write <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker Did down. Did you know? So I, I've been. I mean, my my Diablo. Write it down 4, on my Samsung with my S Pen. <laughs> my my Diablo Four is Street Fighter Six, which I have not had a chance. To to play yet? Yeah, see, but uh, I, I like that because you, you, you can get a couple games in and just get off that thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you can't um, do that I did not realize until I did not learn until recently that uh, Mortal Kombat is effectively banned in Japan because of the violence, and because of that, but that's one of the reasons. Yeah, that's one of the reasons though why. Um, uh, Mortal Kombat is not seen as like the marquee um, competitive game for like Evo and stuff like that, because basically you're cutting you're cutting the number of Japanese competitors down to a fraction. Which can you even really say that you're a world champion if you're in, in video games if you're not playing against Japanese people? Uh, Koreans. Well, Korean, Korean, Koreans dominate. They dominate at least com- competitive games. Koreans are pretty much dominating everything. I wonder if Mortal Kombat's available in. Korea. In fact, I don't think I don't think Japan won shit in competitive games. Uh, no, uh, Mortal Kombat's banned in Korea as well. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. What's the reason for that? Violence, extreme violence, including graphic violence and various fatalities. Because of the violence. I think that's one of the reasons why, at, at one point, NetherRealm Studios, which is the company that makes Mortal Kombat and Injustice, which is the DC fighting game, um, uh, at one point they had acquired the license to make a Marvel game, I believe, and then I think it ended up 
getting canceled because um, they either had to like cut out the violence to the the license is so expensive for the for Marvel that he either had to cut out the violence, which would have made it not another realm game, so that they could sell it in all countries, or they had to lose money on it by only selling it in basically like America and the UK. Yeah, but isn't that see at least see this is the difference between Japan and Korea. Japan is at least consistent. You know, they ban sure. violent games. They blurring out they they blurring out dicks and pussies in their porn. Mm-hmm. Korea, for Korea to ban something over violence, and then you watch Korean <laughs> horror films and fighting films and like what? Because old boy didn't get banned. The Squid Games thing. Sympathy Squid Games. Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. I mean, all of these like Koreans make some of the most violent shit I've ever seen. It'll be like a Korean love story and somebody get their head split open. True. So I, I don't know. It's very weird for them to ban, ban some of with violence. You know? I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Maybe that was just at the time. People are weird about video games. Because uh, I, think, I think part of it is that video games still have a reputation, uh, in a, I think, incorrectly, for being for kids. You know? Whereas film is seen as a more mature art form video games are still seen as toys for children in a, in a lot of parts of the world and even amongst like certain generations in the u.s they see uh video games as lesser than as more of a novelty or a toy than um a legitimate art form <coughs> right which and which is so crazy because video games might uh, to make like an epic video game, I think it might it, it requires almost every discipline: art, yeah. music, storytelling, acting, and coding. So, so when a when a video when a video game is a masterpiece, it is the it's the mastery of all those genres. So, for these snobby cunts to act like it's a child's thing, it's crazy. That's just snobby, boring people. You know, but it's, it's almost like <clears throat> I used. To, it, it took me a, a while to notice that. But you ever notice the people that don't like, you know, the people in, in the NFL that like band dances and celebrations? It's always people that can't dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's never somebody. It's never somebody that was like, "Hey, man, I got the, I got these motherfucking moves," but I don't think anyone should be doing. It. No one does that. Everybody can dance. Just shut up. And, shuts up and dances. You know what I mean? Right. There's always motherfuckers that can't dance. They hate to see people dancing in the end zone. It's not the it's not the losing team. It's not the opposing coaches. It's not the teammates. It's not the fans. It's just some old fuck that can't move his knees that don't like to see other people that can. <laughs> it's the same thing here. The, the sort of people that shit on games like it's some kind of other thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll sit down. Listen, I, I, I'll just put it to you like this. If you'll sit down and, and, and binge watch 90 Day Fiance or Love on the Spectrum, don't, don't tell me that my video games are for children, you fucking idiot. You, you've got nothing in your brain of any use. It's like, it's, it's, it's like you sitting down, it's like you sitting down and, and only, eating, um, only eating celery and saying something about my bucket of chicken. 
my gourmet my gourmet fried chicken. It's like you you what you're taking in has no calories, no depth, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like this might not be great for me, but it's goddamn good. It was made by a professional. That shit you that shit you doing is like it, it you know. All of the all of the derivative dribble that's that's on TV because because that's who these people are the sort of people that the sort of people that watch all of this reality TV and shit are the same sort of people that 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 are like oh you're playing video games like fuck you I love playing video games you know what I'm saying and if that dries up your vag then get your dry ass vag to fuck on <laughs> if you think that's a if you think that's nerd shit then, then then move the fuck on you ain't gotta why you can't just let people love stuff. Yeah, cause, cause, man, I've played some games where it's like it's the best game and the best movie I've ever seen at the same time. Fuck yeah, dude. Cause, cause it can it can be you know it can be a storytelling medium that really can't be told any other kind of way. Cause, cause that's what that's what's gonna that's what's gonna come on that's what's gonna start happening. Is people are gonna go, you know, people go, oh man, did you see Vander Snatched? Is that what it was called? Vanderpump. Oh, did you see? Did you see Vanderpump? It was an interactive. Yeah, what you think that is, bitch? What's an interactive storytelling experience? It's a video game, right? It was more video than game, but still, that's the future. In, in the future, all entertainment will be interactive. There's not going to be. I mean, it, it, well, maybe not. Maybe who knows? But in the future, you're going to be interacting with your entertainment everywhere you go. You know. I think it's also it it betrays a fundamental misunderstanding of what interactive in, uh, entertainment actually does for people because i think i think people who don't play video games when you talk about it as like an interactive medium they imagine just like a movie that you get to choose the outcome to or that you get to choose the you have influence on the events of and game design is so much more than that because it takes it takes time and expertise and experimentation to make a game feel good, to make a game fun or engaging uh, or meaningful to the person playing it, right? It's not just taking a, taking another medium and just slapping some interactivity on it. It's not just <clears throat> right. taking a novel and turning it into a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, man, can you imagine if they had gave if they gave cyberpunk, you know, another year and a half to cook, man, that game had the potential because it was still it's still pretty good even though it's all it's bullshit. But that's the other thing, man. It's so, the the, right. the margin for error is so small. You know, you can have thousands of bugs all over the place. Anyway, anyway, <clears throat> I think people just I don't know why people don't respect it. You know, but that's why Koreans dominate the gaming world is because. Over there, there's not that stigma around playing video games. I always hated it as a child. I was like, I enjoy this. My grandma used to always be like, turn off that damn Like it was something, like it was killing me. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you said, though, about the it's dances. Like our, it's like, Grandma, our uncles, are, you need to go your ass outside. Our uncles outside selling crack. <laughs> it's not like there's good things happening out there. You need to get up and go. What you mean? What's out there? I don't know. It's like what you said about the dances. People who can't dance get upset about that. So ladies with no dexterity in their hands and can't figure out the buttons, 
It pisses them off. They hate this shit. Yeah. I you know you know what it is? I, I just think I just think women don't like you in the other room having fun. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that, that, I, I know very few women that aren't triggered by that. Where your husband at in the other room having fun? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> now to be fair, to be fair, I do have friends who I'm like you're you're playing too much Call of Duty. Like, oh no 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 no. I, no no no. Listen, I talk, I know. I get where you're going with that. It it yeah. it definitely can be um, addicting, you know, because you know, just just like weed. Like I know people that act like weed's not addictive, because just because it's not physically, chemically addictive. But in the same time, sure. they smoke all day, every day. It's people out there that smoke more weed than crackheads smoke crack. <laughs> if it was readily available to them, like there's people, there's people that like they can't not, they can't just not smoke all day, every day. And 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 so yeah, you might not be addictive in the sense that. Your body will fucking go into convulsions if you don't get some, right? But you definitely addicted in the sense that the same way you can be addicted to a video game, like you're, it, <clears throat> whatever the endorphins are you get from playing video games. Some people, it's their whole thing. It's a power fantasy. You know, some people put more into their online characters than they do into their real life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey man, your yeah. level fifty barbarian don't need to wash his ass. You do. You need to get up and wash your ass. You know, um, but 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 no, I get it. I'm getting no, no. It fucks it fucks some people up. But again, that's a small percentage of people. You know, because for some people, right. remember when we remember a few episodes ago when we talked about people falling in love with chatbots, right? And the the initial thing is to judge those people, but for some people, that's all they got. Some people are obsessed with their video games, and that's a problem for them. But also, for some of those people, that's all they have. They can't go out and have no fun. They, you know, they don't get, they don't get, um, they don't get laid. They don't know how. You know, there's a lot of nerds out there that make a lot of money that can't get laid. Mm-hmm. You know? And, 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 you know, and it's not a, it's not a physical thing, whatever. Like some people just don't know how to be around other people. You know, or whatever. So their game, their, their game is all they got. Now, is that healthy? No, no, not at all. It's not healthy. But what I'm saying is, it's not automatically unhealthy because this is how I unwind. And here's the other thing: it's not up to you to decide what's too much. Because here's the thing: you know when you're playing, you know when you're playing too much is when it has an when it has an ad- adverse effect on your life. The same way you the same way you know you're drinking too much, right? The same way you know you're smoking too much, you're doing too much of anything. If, if it starts to affect your life in a negative way and you still can't stop, you got a problem. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because everyone that pre-ordered <laughs> Diablo 4 played the shit out of it the last 72 hours. Now, all the adults are like, okay, now it's time back to, now it's back to real life. You know? Right. I mean, now that dude that hit level 100 hardcore in three days, that motherfucker, he got a problem. He has an issue. That's an issue. He must not have no children. Or that remember that couple that um, their baby died while they were both gaming? What? Oh, fuck. I do remember that. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Their baby died while they were gaming. They were both. So, so fucked up. Boy. Yeah. How, they, how did the baby die? Um. I don't remember the details of it. Rob has a better memory than me. But he just had a baby, so his memory's gone, too. 
he he he. I think it starved to death, basically. Oh yeah, just neglect. Imagine that. You like your baby literally back there starving, and you're like, but my clan. Yeah, yeah. Those Girls starved to death. It's, it's, South it's, Koreans. <laughs> Girls yeah. starved to death while parents raised virtual child in online game. <laughs> damn. How's the virtual baby doing? Damn. We are not okay. Let <laughs> Let's establish why we're laughing cuz we're not laughing at the baby that the baby is dying. We're laughing at the at the irony of raising a virtual baby <clears throat> instead of your regular baby. Right. That's what's funny. Okay, the whole situation. And, and the irony that we were just talking about how good South Koreans were at video games. <laughs> hey, hey, their virtual babies alive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say anything about their prowess of baby of child rearing. You know, they definitely kept that virtual baby alive. Um, yeah, I forget. Oh, we got off track. Uh, I guess this. We uh, who knows I'm this. Who, this, art, this article is bumming me the fuck out. Holy shit. Who Ugh. who knew? Who knew? Who knew this episode would be about gaming eventually? Well, um, let's let's uh, you want to you want to do one more and then wrap up. Let's do yeah, a, a nice one to end on, maybe. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Let you let you get back to child rearing. Um, Elizabeth Holmes enters Texas prison to begin eleven year about, sentence. That's a nice one. Let's talk about this bitch. I mean, eleven years. Eh, that seems about reasonable. That seems reasonable. If she actually does the eleven years, that's somewhat reasonable. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I I think she she, she will not do eleven years. Now, here's the thing: I think such a small percentage of the female population is is in prison. Can we look that up? What's, what percentage of of women in are of the American uh, the U.S. population? Right versus men. Uh, 15% of, I mean, the male and female population is about equal in the U.S. And so 15% of jail populations nationwide uh, are are women. So the other 85% are men. Okay, right. Let's see. 47 out of every 100,000 women are in prison in 2021. And, and for men? I'm trying to find. Let's see, what percentage of U.S. men are forty-seven out of every one hundred thousand? I got a thing from Chicago. That says one point two million women under uh, correctional supervision, representing eighteen point five percent of all adults involved in the criminal justice system. Okay, so women are eighteen percent of adults in the criminal justice system. Okay, so 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 that's less than that's less than a, a fifth of the. Uh, so my, but yeah. the, the, the reason I brought that up is because I think there are so fewer, so much fewer women in prison as opposed to men that I don't think there are any of those cushy rich person prisons for women. Interesting. Right? I think she going to a regular prison. In fact, I think a lot of places got like, <clears throat> like I think a lot of women have to go to, um, like they share like the, the, a lot of the women's prisons are like shared federal and, and state because there's so few, right? I would love to know because she true. I don't yeah. cause she ain't going yeah. to know she's not going to like some resort. Maybe there's one. Maybe they, maybe they built one like resort prison for women. But usually, 
but but less women go to jail and they usually go to go they, less women go to prison and they usually go for lesser. No, dude, she's going. She's going to Bryan, Texas. That's a bad. That's not a good. That's not a good right. place. Well, that's what I'm saying. She don't got somewhere where you because it's like look when Martha Stewart went to prison, where she go? Normal ass prison, actually. She went to a normal ass prison. See, right. So it's like, I don't think they have those for them. Like when Bernie Madoff went to prison, he went to like a nice place. You know, minimum security, we got a library, a Wi-Fi, you know. He went to one of those places. Alders, uh, Martha Stewart went to Alderson Federal Prison Camp in West Virginia. And uh, and that what is that? Is that a, that's not a cushy prison? Doesn't sound like it. No, no. Yeah. So, oh, so no, like, actually, no. She went to Camp. It says it says here. This is from. I mean, I don't know how accurate this article is, but it says known as Camp Cupcake, FCP Alderson is said to be America's cushiest prison. Well, who says that? Said by the, whom? Not the not the prisons. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but, but maybe maybe it's true. Maybe maybe they got like a little women's wing of one of these nice ass places. But maybe Elizabeth Holmes ain't got the bread. Cause listen, she going to a regular Min- minimum. She's going to- minimum. It says it's a minimum security prison. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's cushy. I mean, oh, no, I mean, she nice. She did it win. Uses like a, a reformatory model where women are housed in cottages. Yeah, she and she won like an arts and crafts thing, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Is there's 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 very few of those type of places for women. I don't know. I'm curious why Elizabeth Holmes isn't going to that place. She, or maybe oh, cause she don't really got money like that. Isn't the crime violent too? No, her crime isn't violent. No, no, her crime is purely financial. But didn't she like as far as like people died because of the results? No, I mean, I, I think people. Are, it's one of those things where like people know that she's a bad person, and so they're willing to sort of stretch to truth and make make a connection that hmm. isn't really there. No, no one, no one directly died because of what she did. Um, but it, but you know, when it gets talked about in a political way, I think people attribute deaths. But no, no, because because listen, if, if look, if that were true, they would have ate. She would have got charged with that. There ain't no prosecutor leaving charges off the table. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no one died because of her. But people could have potentially died. People definitely, I think, I maybe you make the argument people were injured, but it, this was mostly financial. You know, because listen, if the shit she was selling worked and somebody died, no one would give a fuck. The death ain't what they care about. But she tricked rich people out of their money. <laughs> we can't allow such things. The number. <laughs> you so listen. so she she is she is going to a camp fed, um, uh, which eventually. No, that that is apparently what. Um, this uh this this uh federal prison camp in Bryan, Texas is like. Oh, it's, it's a, a it's, federal gonna, cushy prison? Yeah, it is. For it women. Is for women. There's only six hundred women there. It's only six hundred inmates, it's cottages, it's sorry, it's dormitories. Uh but here's the thing, here's what's interesting about this is this is what prison should be like. Prison shouldn't be uh, the worst fucking place in the entire fucking world. If 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 we're really gonna pretend as if it's a correctional facility where 
you gain skills and you re-enter society a changed person. If that, if we're really going to tell ourselves that that is the point of prison, then they should all be like this. They should all be like this. Isn't a nice place to live. Like you wouldn't prefer to be here than in your own house or like living out in society. You would prefer to like live in live in society rather than have no privacy, not be able to wear the clothes you want to wear, but, but, not be able to wear jewelry. But here's, et here, here's the fear that here's the fear that a lot of those people have is that. If somebody goes, you know what? I want to kill you. I want you dead, but I, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and fucking do that, and, I'm, and then go to Camp Cupcake for, for fucking you know for, for ten years or whatever. Like that's worth it to me. There's people that there's people that that make that calculation for what prison is now. They go, so I guess right. I guess that is, that is actually to your point. The a murderer is a murderer, and yeah, I think whether I think prison's general, horrible or not isn't gonna deter people from murdering. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the truth is, with the current model we have, the only time people are scared to go to prison is right when they find out they're going. No one's okay. thinking about, <laughs> like, no, no, nobody's think, really, really thinking about it until they hear that guilty. You know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't deter people from committing crimes. I think being, no. I think being okay and being on the right meds and, ha- and feeling, feeling supported keeps people from committing crimes. You know, for the most I think part. it's also when you go into the general population shithole federal prison, what tends to happen is order in order to survive in such a place, you have to become a better criminal. You have to like you number one, like you suffer more violence in prison than you do outside of prison. Nah, and Rob, you, you're wrong. You, you're wrong about that. You watch too much TV. I would survive in prison, but I would be the prison poet. I would just be. I would write people little poem, little poems of peace. Yeah, you know, that, I, would mind, I hope that I, works I would, out for you. I would mind my business. I would stay off on the side. I would, you know, I would share my meals, and I would have little peace poems that I would go. I hey, stop. You know, I would hold out various holy books. Yeah, you can survive, and <laughs> you can survive in the worst prison by just being peaceful, and um, like a non-combatant. Build, you know. Yeah, people Level be like fifty cleric build. People be like leave him out of it. He's a shaman, you know. <laughs> that's my that's my fantasy. All right, that's a good stopping point. Listen, if you wanna if you have any questions, comments, concerns, and you want to get advice from the advice champ, email us at bs with Brian Simpson at uh, at gmail dot com. Hey, listen, I'm on tour. The next place I will be is uh, ooh Denver Comedy Works. I'm coming to Denver again. Denver Comedy Works. The tickets are up now on BrianSimpsonComedy.com. Go to my social media as a BS comedian. Click on the link tree if you also want to get tickets to that. Also, if you want to, uh, if you can't email us, you want to leave a voicemail to us. Go ahead and call 323-451-1980. And don't forget, I also host every Tuesday night at the Comedy Mothership, bottom of the barrel, a stand-up improvisation show where the audience uh, pits topics in a barrel and we pick topics out of it. It's a little teeny barrel. It's a real one. Um, <clears throat> don't forget anything. Nope, that's ComedyFrequency.com. Yeah, ComedyFrequency.com. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll see you next week, Rob. Congrats on the bag. <laughs>